Welcome to the Imbibe Live Conversations podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We will offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at imbibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. We're grateful that you are here. Hello, and welcome to the InVibe Life Conversations podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. We are so glad to be here today, just the two of us. I know. And I know that kind of sounds bad <laughs> because we love every one of our guests. We always get blown away, but then I think we always feel like from time to time, we need to go back to where we started, which is just the two of us talking and chatting. And I feel like that's what we're doing today. Yes. And we've both been traveling a lot. And so we haven't even seen each other in a pretty long time. I know. I know. And I miss that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's good to travel and it's good to mm-hmm. do things with your family and um, all the things that, you know, our lives pulls us away from this. But this is so fun for us. Right. So uh, I started to have a conversation with Amy right before we recorded and she stopped me and she's like, no, this is an imbibe conversation. So here we are. I'm going to pick up where yeah, we are. I was like, what are you thinking about today? What should we talk about? And she started going. So let's go. Okay. So there's this book that has, um, shown up on my feed. It's kind of, you know, it's been advertised to uh-huh. me and the title of it has completely turned me off a oh, lot. I thought it was going to be the opposite. No, okay. So no. what is it? It's turned me off. I'm going to tell you in a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's turned me off. Um, and I thought, oh, that, I, I, I don't want to read that. But then there was somebody, there was a podcast I was listening to and they were interviewing a very spiritual person that I respect and really love. And I thought it was great. And she had mentioned this book as one um, of a big influence in her life. And I'm like, again, this book is coming at me and the title is called think and grow rich. Oh yeah. Yeah. Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill. Yeah. So my first instinct on that, and this is totally just mine. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong or anything is there's so much more to life than money. And yes, we need it and it does help and it makes things comfortable. Keep talking. I'm going to go out of the screen a minute. I have this book. <laughs> yeah. it's a, Okay. <laughs> so it turned me off because, um, there's this piece of me that, um, and it, maybe it's a piece I need to let go, right? Mm-hmm. There's this piece of me that it says, you know, there's so much more. And maybe it's because of working in a Pilates studio my entire life. You deal with a certain um, amount of wealth in there. And I have seen that it doesn't matter how much money somebody has. It mm-hmm. doesn't buy happiness, mm-hmm. right? And um, And it doesn't mean I don't want it right? We all want it, that kind of thing. So the book title had turned me off for many years, but until this spiritual person was like, this book changed my life. And I'm like, Oh, okay, fine. So I listened to the whole book. Oh, you did within like three days, top to bottom. And I was like, uh, and 
your sister would be proud of me because I did pause and write physical notes with my hand, not just type them into the phone or be like, oh, I'll come back to that. And right? I'm, tell, I'm going to tell it that's a reference too, because on a past podcast, we were talking about Cheryl's love of audiobooks. Yeah. And you even wrote an article about that, like how you listen to them and some of your favorites. And my sister also loves audiobooks, but what she called to tell me, she's like, I'm just the opposite of Cheryl because Cheryl reads the actual copy in her hands of a book or on her iPad or whatever. If it's kind of light reading yeah. or fiction, fiction for fun, yeah. and if it's more serious, it's just the opposite. You read, that's where you like to listen to the audiobook. And my sister's like, I'm just the opposite. If it's yeah. something I'm really trying to learn, I'm, I need to be holding it. I need to make notes. I'm, and it's just, I think, the difference between being an auditory learns, learner yeah. and a mm-hmm. visual learner. I've thought about that a lot. Mm-hmm. So with this one, I thought, oh, I got to do both, uh-huh. right? I'm like, I need to hear it. I need to write it down so that I actually see it because the information in the book was so rich. And maybe that is a better way to think about that word. That well, it's and it's funny. Word. Okay. So I've had this book for at least two or three years, Have maybe read it yet? five or seven. You can see it's uncracked. <laughs> There's one of my note cards. Look, this is like two or three versions of note cards, but it's how long I've had it. The forwards by Bob Proctor. So I've had it a long time, but I guess because of where I learned about it, I didn't have that same reaction to you because my understanding was this is a precursor to every law of attraction person I've ever read. This is a law of attraction book. And so whether it was Rhonda Byrne or um, Abraham Hicks or even Gabby Burns, any of those people, they all refer to this book all the time. So it's like, oh, well, one day I was like, I better click and order that book. And I sat on my shelf and I haven't actually read it. But that was, I guess I never thought it was about material. I thought well, it was- I think people do get yeah. Or acquire material wealth from it, just like with the secret or any other abundance based exactly teaching. But okay, yeah. So should we talk about it? So let's talk about this. wasn't our we thought topic today, but let's talk about it. I read the whole book. Okay, or or I listened to the whole book rapidly, and I am re-listening to the book. Okay, and I did find there were many chapters where um, I often think, and, and because. I spend so much time with my husband and Amy (laughs) and I feel like as a team, we all have these goals of, you know, spreading our message more and growing out of it and and doing and serving that, that is a thing between our triangle. There were many pieces in this book. Um, I don't mean to exclude John. He's in that square. I guess we have a square. Mm -hmm. We don't (laughs) is, um, there's so many times in the book I was like, oh, I want Stephen to hear this. Uh-huh. I want Amy to hear this. I want because this is such a um, tool for working on yourself and a tool for directing your thoughts, making them intentional. And that's you know one of the things that we had talked about the topic today is being talking about living an intentional life. The book really helped me do that. There, I don't have any notes on the book because we didn't really plan on talking about right. This, but I know, <laughs> but I think it ties in. I think, but that's okay. We, we can talk about what's whatever's on our mind that day, right? Okay, so let me tell you my kind of funny little story from this morning. So it was last night, and I mean we're here on a. Tuesday morning and like yeah. Monday night, Cheryl says, what are we going to do a podcast on tomorrow? We need to do one. We threw a couple ideas around. She said, I'm thinking about like intentionality and living with intentionality. I said, love it. 
didn't think about it anymore. <laughs> this morning, about an hour before Cheryl came over, before I went to you know wash my face and get dressed, I took my dogs for a walk because we were going to be recording a podcast and my puppy's a little crazy. So it's like, I better go get some energy out of them. And I um, put on an audiobook, which I don't often listen to audiobooks. I mm-hmm. listen to podcasts more than audiobooks. And it was Gary Sukoff, Universal Her- Human, and he was talking about intentionality. Oh, crazy. no joke. And that's one that I had downloaded the audiobook and, you know, got a little bit into it and thought, no, I need to order it. I'm, I'm my sister. Like, I need to be underlining and highlighting and rereading and things like yeah. that. So I was actually trying to, just before we started, trying to find where is that chapter he was just reading to me so I can go back and reread it. But part of what he was talking about was um, like inward intentionality versus outward intentionality. Okay. And um, and I, I may be getting this terminology wrong, particularly because I didn't read it. But it was exactly kind of about that material wealth thing. Like, you know, everyone, you know, when people have intentions to get rich, and that's their only five sensory in Gary Zukov's terminology, intentionality, it's more superficial. It's when you're looking inward and how can you change things inward and let that flow outward that you're really living with an internal intentionality that kind of starts to flow outward is the way I took, he was talking about it, which would, you know, then translate in the Napoleon Hill example into material abundance and um, even all of those things that are, you know, and those are, those aren't bad things no, uh, because first of all, if you desire them, okay, you know, who cares? But also sometimes they show us as examples that, the tools we're putting into place are working because they are so concrete. Oh, I wish I had a yellow rose and someone brings you a yellow rose. You're like, oh my goodness, it worked. I, you know, I did it. So it's interesting you bring all this up because you were asking me about the book. One of the topics that it talks about is desire. Okay. Right. Desire creates a feeling in us, right? Talking about the feelings behind the Uh intention. He talks about the power of auto suggestion and an example of that would be a mantra, right? Okay. But he says saying like a mantra or, you know, writing down what your goals are, what your intentions are, whether they're for the day, the week, the year, the month, whatever, whatever those are, if there's no feeling behind it, then you're just, it's like reading a scripture or reading a prayer without ever having a feeling behind it. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like faith gives power to the intention and one of the examples he uses is Christianity and but the power of Christianity or any religion, really, he's using mm-hmm. that as an example, is that it was people's faith behind it that created that desire and feeling to spread this message of love and hope and joy. And, and I, and I truly believe that there are other religions that spread that same message, but it's faith that actually drives that. And that gives you that feeling behind your power of auto suggestion. And so it's just, it's like reaching that subconscious brain to help drive your energy or your intentions. And does he give any tools? I mean, like meditation or vision boards or he talks about, um, he has a 
list of questions. He says, okay, ask yourself these questions. And it's not a small list. I want to say it was about 10, 15 questions. And the questions kind of geared you to decide what your plan was, Mm -hmm. what you wanted to do, why you wanted to do it and what you wanted to receive in turn for it. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, you can't just say, I want $20 million and you're not going to give anything for it. Right. You, you, he's like, there's nothing for nothing kind of thing. You can't do that. So it has to, you know, you make that plan, you write it down very clearly. And he's like, it's not, you're going to, you're not going to answer all these questions in five minutes, sit on them, sit on them for a week, sit on them for however long it takes you to sit on them, to answer them really well. And from the answering of those questions, you can really write out, this is what I intend to give. And this is why I want to give it. It's kind of like, this is my passion. This is why I'm driven to it. And this is what I want to receive and turn for it. And it's so interesting. So if you study, so it's Stephen and I have been working with this business coach and he made such a great example. If you look at like Dell computers and Apple computers, and if you look at what they, how they market, Dell comes out and says, we sell computers and they're really good. They do this, this, and this. Apple says, we innovate the future. We sell a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so they don't say, mm-hmm. I'm selling you a computer. They say why they're doing what they do, not what they're doing, why mm-hmm. they're doing it. And that sort of why is what draws you in. You're like, okay, your cheeseburger's better, mm-hmm. but it's going to be better. Your experience at my restaurant is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know if I'm being completely clear with that. I think it's interesting. And I think this really absolutely ties into intentionality or living with intention because that is part of even the law of attraction Yeah, um, that you need to get to the core or the essence of something, you know, like what, and really you're getting to the core essence of why you want something and how it will make you feel when you have it. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually practice feeling that. That's what he talks about in the book. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's that Joe Dispenza and really every, I think every law of attraction person or law of manifestation, which is a fine line difference that I've read about, listened to podcasts from anything. They have different ways of saying that. Mm -hmm. And that's like my terminology. How I understand it is what is the essence of energy of that feeling of it. Yeah. The essence mm-hmm. of the energy of it. And then how will you feel when you have it? And you know, this is where it's also interesting to me, like growing up. Okay. So let's talk about that. I, I don't talk about my family much because I don't yeah. like to get shadows cast and I don't like to invoke meaning and I don't like <laughs> all of those things, my inner saboteur, but we were brought up to be very modest And so, um, don't brag about things, um, kind of lay low, act small, those sorts of things and don't want too much. And in fact, you know, even if you have something, act like you don't and don't let anyone know you might want something, which is all the opposite of how you actually manifest or attract things into your life. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I grew up not being given that permission to want, and I still want it. But I was criticized heavily at times for the things I wanted. No, what is she, who does she think she is or mm-hmm. how does she think that's going to happen? And it still happens in, in some cases. And that's been one of the things I've had to shed in my life is realizing, 
Well, first of all, bitterness is bitterness. And so you've got to release that. You got to release it and understand that whoever is coming at you with bitterness for what you have or want or any of those things, it's their bitterness. It's really not yours. Or how you spend your money. Or how you spend your money <laughs> or choose not to or any, right. any of the above. Um, but it's okay to want. And I think that's what Napoleon Hill does give permission and yes. Joe Dispenza and most of the law of manifestation teachers out there that it is okay to want. And in fact, if you're wanting with intention behind it, that's actually the cutting edge of creation. Because if you're desiring to bring something into being that doesn't currently exist, um, even a piece of artwork is a representation of bringing something into creation that doesn't currently exist, right? So that's sort of like the cutting edge of creation and our experience here on earth is um, wanting and bringing things into being. Now, I think where we get back to that very first thing you said that, oh, the title of it turned me off or the materialism of it turned me off. That's where people like Gary Zukov come in yes. when you start talking about like get to the core of what is at your soul, like what is in the seat of your soul and crystallize those wants and desires and intentions that are coming from that higher source and higher power. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, sometimes, I mean, there are some multi-bazillionaires out there who are doing a lot of good in the world. So if what their soul was saying was want to earn a billion dollars, and then they went and formed organizations that were spreading medicine around the world or feeding millions. Yeah. I mean, that's not to say that them having that amount of, wealth or affluence or a concrete resource like money was bad. It may have been directed from God or desired from a higher power, just like those of us who put on the apron and go work in the soup kitchen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's the book I've been reading and I just, all right, I think it's great. Okay. I mean, and, um, so it drove me to the intentional piece. And then I also take intention I try and bring it into every part of my life mm-hmm. um, where I've been working on a lot is where I feel like I work on a lot is my thought. Mm-hmm. I'm very quick to, um, it's funny cause I'll be reading the book and you know, it t- talks about bitter, don't be angry. And then I'm driving in the car with my husband and he is cussing out every other driver, right? <laughs> <laughs> And I know he listens to our podcast, so sorry, Stephen. Uh, he's got thank you, <laughs> thank you. He has a little, it's a teeny bit of red rage, and there's this piece in my head going, "Ah, his energy, his energy is so negative right now, and he needs to be positive. And why doesn't he look for the positive? He's only looking for the negative. Well, in the truth of that, I'm doing that too, right? Right? I'm only looking at the negative in him and not the positive. I can't control him or what he's saying or uh-huh. how those drivers are affecting him on our five minute commute, right? <laughs> but so the minute I say, okay, stop, stop, quit judging him, uh, look for the light, look for the positive and, mm-hmm. you know, flip my energy and lo and behold, things will shift, you know? So that's one takeaway that I got from it when I'm thinking of intentional with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, you know, when I'm teaching people exercise, 
the number one thing I feel mm-hmm. like I'm teaching them is to be intentional with their movement, mm-hmm. right? Cause it's to the way I teach, it's not about just moving, which that is good, mm-hmm. but it's also choosing the way you move, right? Mm-hmm. And being intentional with your movement that you do a full movement and not just half movement kind of thing, you know, do you stay within the limitations of your body, but be intentional with it. And that creates you to have the ability to feel what is good movement for you and what is not good movement mm-hmm. for you. Because sometimes you should move a certain way and sometimes you shouldn't based on what's going on. Right. Amy, you're like, unfortunately learned that recently, or you'd know that for a long I, and time. I still am. Yeah. I, yeah. But, um, so that, and then another place that I thought to take this intentional living was to eating. That was one of the last places I wanted to go because Mm -hmm. I will fess up. Now I, I do eat very good, You do, but, um, I don't eat intentionally. You know, I eat good because I actually like the way good food tastes, um, but I also like the way chocolate tastes <laughs> and I probably eat that into excess. Anybody who knows me really well is like, Oh, she is not lying there. <laughs> that is in excess. So I, I, I feel like I could be better at when I sit down to eat that. First of all, I actually sit down cause I'm all, often, oh, that's a, a good tip. Mm-hmm. Actually. I'm often mm-hmm. will pull food out of the fridge, leave it on the counter, walk around the house, change the laundry, come back, take a bite, do this, take mm-hmm. a bite, take a bite. I'm a snacker. And so therefore there's no focus on what I'm putting on my mouth. I eat quickly. So I don't chew as much as I should, you know, so I feel like there's a lot of intention that could go into your actual meal, you know, sitting down and being thankful for it before you actually put it in your mouth and your body and being thankful for the the people that did the labor for that food to actually make it into your kitchen, Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. So that is a place that I, that I think I need to put a little more emphasis into that would be a good healthful move in moving towards more intentionality in your day. You know, movement's an easy one for me. Food is not an easy one. Thoughts are going to be a lifetime. I think thoughts are the hardest for everyone. Yes. I personally, I mean, just from my experience, and I've talked about this before, how mind blowing it was to me when I realized I'm trying so hard to live with intentionality and I just let my mind go crazy. Mm-hmm. And several years ago, that's really when I started meditating, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, to help, um, calm and control my thoughts a little bit, but I'm also thinking right now, I don't know where this comes in. So you t- you can help me on it. Here's something I struggle with a lot in my day. I'll reach the end of a day and I'll think I didn't do these five things I thought I'd get done today. So in other words, kind of, I start with what I think is my intention for how I use my time and then I get diverted and I don't Mm -hmm. quite get there. So -hmm. then I judge myself Mm -hmm. and like, this is something I'm struggling with right now. So you have helped me with this. (laughs) Amy gave me these beautiful little note cards and I pull one of those out every morning and I write down on there the things that I intend to get done that day. And when I lose my track of thought, because something has pulled me one way or another, mm-hmm. I go back to that note card 
And I get being the type A personality that I am, I get a feeling of accomplishment when I can put a line mm-hmm. through the thing that I said I was going to do. Um, and sometimes the things I put on there are not just the to do's that need to happen with work, but the do's, the to do's that need to happen with me. And maybe that's, I need to go for a run today mm-hmm. or I need to call the plumber you know, that I, I put everything on that card so that there's no place of, um, well, first of all, being a mom, there's a lot going on. You got Mm -hmm. to deal with your kids' lives and your life and then work life. And so, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so I put on there the things and that helps keep me focused throughout the day. Now, granted, there's a note card that's been sitting on my desk and I don't throw a note card away until all those lines are crossed off. Sometimes if the, everything's crossed off at one, I might just throw that note card away and rewrite that thing on a new note card, mm-hmm. right? But I do have a note card right now that's been there for two weeks, but that's okay mm-hmm. because one of those weeks I was out of town. So yeah. technically it's only been in my face for a week. But it just, it helps me be focused of, oh, mm-hmm. I, I said I was going to send that email. I'm going to send that email. It's just not taking top priority. So, but it's not coming off that list because I do think it's a good email to send. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that I should be doing some research on. So anyway, that's one thing. Another thing when Amy and I were talking about um, living intentionally that popped up with me was love intentionally. You know, like choose that too. And I think that might be easy with some people in our lives. Like when things are going easy with one child, that's easy. But when things are not going easy with the other child, that's not as easy, even though, or even with that person who cuts you off in traffic. Oh yes. Most importantly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Love intentionally everyone, not just. Mm -hmm. And I say that because. In that 25-minute walk I took this morning with the dogs, that was another example that Gary Zukov gave of living in a you know multi-dimensional way. Because he talks about the fact that you know he was a green beret early in his life, and the courage that it took for him to live like that and do those specific tasks. But now he summons his courage to do things like show love to the person who really angers him. Yeah. In the day that that was exactly one of the examples he gave. So Mm -hmm. again, it was just, I thought it more mentioning since it came up twice in two hours for me here. It's a good one. It's Mm -hmm. definitely a good one. You know, Ooh, that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. I'm not quick to anger, but, uh, I think when I do it, it's, it's, uh, I'm not often quick to go, Ooh, I should love them. Mm Hmm. I'm not quick to do that where I was a little more quicker to go. Okay. Stop judging him for uh-huh. being angry, <laughs> you know, that piece. But, uh, so okay. those are kind of the things I thought of with intentionality. The note cards helped me with that. Yeah. And I think, I think these are good topics. So, you know, just to kind of recap, we started in a very broad place and then started talking about some very narrow mm-hmm. topics like mm-hmm. eating and, um, um, how you allocate your time in the day, mm-hmm. but think about it a little, whether it's being intentional about the desires in your life, in the big picture where you want to be right. in two years or five years or 10 years, or whether it's 
being intentional about saying, I'm not going to let the clutter in, whether the clutter is junk food or busy work or thoughts in your mind that don't need to be driving it into, you know, extreme chaos. Um, intentional is also about what am I going to allow in? It's so interesting that we're talking about this so much. I, um, one of my sons this week, what did I say to him? I said, you know, oh, we were going to a baseball game and he, uh, I said, when you water your grass, it grows. So wherever you put your thoughts, it grows. So I was like, so if you're going to put your focus on hitting that ball when it comes in across that plate, then that's what's going to grow for you mm-hmm. is that your, you know, your swing and all that's going to be better if that's where you put your focus instead of maybe the call that's being called on third base, right? Put your focus. So wherever you, you grow, water your grass, it grows. So I had to explain that little story to him because I want to be able to say to him on a whim quickly where he knows what I truly mean, but I can say water the right grass. Mm-hmm. Don't water the weeds, right? Pull the weeds, water the grass. You know, so that, I don't know, some days I'm like, oh, he doesn't hear me at all, you know, (laughs) but I think maybe one day, Mm -hmm. but he is my harder, he, it is more challenging for him to be able to focus, you know, raising my two boys is completely opposite. One of them is just with task and duties is on top of it. I don't ever have to tell him, you know, A plus B plus C, but other time, my other one, I'm like, okay, A goes like this, and then B comes later. Yeah. You know, completely they're, different. They're both young. They they're are young. young. That's they even are young. with mine who are shifted older than yours. I wonder what kind of conversations will I be having in five or ten years with yeah. them? Who, yeah. who will they be as men? You know, totally. We really don't know yet. I know, but I can't wait to see. Yeah. Okay. Well, this so, is fun. Yeah, this was a. This is like old time. Kind of an ad lib <laughs> conversation for us. Yeah, it gives you a little insight into how in Bible life conversations started, I think, as we just start talking about these things. I know my takeaway is to read that Napoleon Hill book and then um, also to finish the Gary Zukov. And they, and they yeah, settle the in this weekend. Yeah. It's supposed mm-hmm. to get a little cooler in Austin, Texas in the next couple of days. Yay. Nice reading on the porch weather. So Definitely. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Give us some tips and suggestions on how you have found intentionality has changed your life or helped you out. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for joining our conversation today. For more information or to learn more about InVibe Life, we hope you'll visit us at www.invibelife.com. You can find links and show notes for this episode on our podcast page. Please like, follow, and leave a review for our podcast. We hope that you will listen again soon.